Hello, so welcome back to another episode of Awkward Adventures of a College Graduate. It's your host, Jared, and we're back with episode 33, which is music, the music episode, finally. So, <laughs> um, please excuse me, my energy is a little off today, just um, life, I'll, I'll put it that way. Basically, it's just life, you know, life just, life just be life in sometimes, but you know, I have a commitment to putting this podcast out, you know, every single week. I want to stay consistent with that. So, you know, whether or not I'm having a bad day or not, anything like that, I'm going to keep pushing through. You know, I got to do what I got to do. You know, some of this, what I'm wearing today, I have this really dope, no, uh, I said no Nickelodeon, <laughs> Nickelodeon hoodie that I got from, I think it was uh, TJ Maxx. And it has like, um, you know, the characters on the sleeve. So you got Reptar, you got Ren, uh, um, you have like, you know, um, Reggie from Rocket Power, and then on the sleeve you got like you know Angelica and Hey Arnold and Cat Dog and them. So it's some really dope stuff that I found. I think I found this like last week sometime for real, for real. And I was like looking forward to like you know wearing it so that it could be like kind of seen in terms like on the podcast or whatever. Um, I had to turn my heat down because it's a little hot <laughs> wearing the city. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much you know. That's that, but, you know, without further ado, I'm just about to jump into the episode, so um, thank you once again, you know, for joining me, you know, listening to the episode, whether you're watching live or you're just listening, you know, wherever you can find a podcast, so that's Apple Podcasts, that's Google Podcasts, that's Spotify, Stitcher, Radio 1 or something like that, not Radio 1, it's Radio um, something, but there are at least seven places you can find a podcast. But, you know, like I said, thank you for, you know, just, you know, tuning in as always. Um, as always, you know, if you want to, you know, work with me or, you know, you have feedback or stuff like that, please, you know, hit me up on Instagram at the underscore black underscore ambivert. Hit me up at the AAGC podcast. You can also hit me on, um, you know, via email at the AAGC at gmail.com. And, of course, you know, if you are on Twitter, I know everybody's not on Twitter, live tweet the episode using the hashtag um capital a capital a capital g capital c capital p lowercase o d c a s t so a a g c podcast you know just talk about some of your favorite episodes and moments and stuff like that but you know i appreciate it as always you know if you have any businesses you want to inquire about you know as far as having me you know advertise them or just talk about them you know it's not a lot of us but you know it's still mighty is the dollar you know even in a few you know, definitely let me know if you just have any general feedback i'm open to it you know that's what makes me better and that's one thing or if you have ideas or whatever as far as what you want to hear on the next episode please 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 let me know so um jumping in so this is episode 43 like i said music episode finally so where do i even start so if i i've mentioned it 50 million times on the podcast that um hey how are you doing Nice to have you here. Getting back to what I was um, saying is that I mentioned multiple times, like on the podcast, you know, in different shapes and forms, just how important music is to me and what that looks like. And I think that, you know, as millennials, you know, as we get older and we start, <laughs> you know, getting to like having kids and we get into like, you know, being in the roles where our parents are at, we really start thinking about how like, you know, important music is, even just like not millennials because I'm Gen Z or not a millennial, but like, you know, as I'm in my mid-20s, I can say definitively I remember something 10 years ago. And like 10 years ago, I was a teenager. 
you know, versus like 10 years ago, I was like a kid or something like that. So, you know, I just feel like it was important. It's just like a dope, you know, opportunity to just talk about like music and how it impacts me and just how like, you know, also, you know, from this, I hope to like get feedback and see how music affects other people. Like, you know, what's some of your favorite first songs that you heard or, or artists that really got your attention and, you know, things like that, just because I feel like it would cause some dope discussion. But basically, you know, I'm here just to talk about this um, and really just get into it. And so for me, I I love music. So I'm a music person. I listen to music. I dissect it. Like I have a whole other like, you know, side part of the podcast where, you know, I do musical analysis. If there's any listeners out here who are musicians or, you know, rappers, singers, whomever, who want me to like, you know, analyze their music on the podcast, you know, in the form of a, a JMA, Jarrett's Musical Analysis, or, you know, Jay's Musical Analysis will do that for you. But just in terms of this music in general, this is something that I love. So I guess, you know, and this is funny because I've never really told anybody, like part of like my love for music, it always started when I was like kind of younger. So little known to like most people is I actually had an interest in learning an instrument back in the day. So since the time I was probably like in fourth grade, I started off wanting to learn a trumpet. And like um, from there, I tried to learn a trumpet. I tried a couple times. I wanted to learn that. I wanted to do drums for a while. I've always just had like a thing about just percussion and just creating beats and stuff like that, you know. And even this is um, <laughs> a podcast exclusive. So if you listen to this, you get to hear this. And one point in time, I even like thought like played with the thought of singing because I just like you know I like music. I like it you know. And there's this this is like very briefly when I was like in middle school because um, I did a lot of chorus when I was younger, you know. And you got to pick an elective or like a like a special in middle school is part of what you got to do to, you know, just get out. And chorus was the one I end up coming back to all the time just because I hated the other um, specials. Like, I really didn't like art back then. Um, love the Strive, bro. Appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. Appreciate it. But um, I guess, I'm sorry. I'm thinking, thinking about I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought, but <laughs> anyway, I'm hopping back in. Pretty much what I was saying is like, um, uh, okay, now I know who that was that hopped on. Always appreciate people coming through. One of our good lines, one of our, our fellow, fellow Lincoln Lion hopped in. But uh, as I was saying, like, yeah, you know, middle school, didn't really like all the specials, like, you know, wasn't art, wasn't into this, did band. That's when I was earning trumpet and then work out, you know, sometimes it happens in life, but like chorus is the one I always came back to and like at one point in time I wanted to like kinda learn to sing and all that stuff and wanted to and I thought I had a little I had a little voice. In my opinion I did. <laughs> my opinion I did, but you know, um I was gonna try and I just got scared and I just ended up never like I left that behind. Like I was like, that's something I'll never do. I've sung in choir since then, like my church choir and stuff like that, but you know, I think if I had been younger and I had learned my voice, I'd be able to do it in a proper form and all that stuff. Um, I don't, I probably could, I could probably, you know, I could back somebody up. I think in my head, <laughs> but I'm not ever going to be nobody's lead singer or anything. But like, yeah, like music has always been a thing. And so, you know, I think the good a good way to start this off that's cool for real, for real, is what's one of the first, one of the songs I have like the earliest memory of before I get into why I take it so seriously. I'm trying to think. One of the first songs I, I remember that I have, like, the earliest memory of. 
it's difficult. It's kind of hard to think about. But I think I know what it. It probably is like um, it was probably something on Hot ninety seven um, when I was a kid, and I want to say it was like the ones that come to mind that always played. It was like some nineties or some early two thousands, whatever. It was probably between three songs that I always remember playing, like on the Quiet Storm, playing like when I was in the car with my mom. Because um, I listen to rap too, so like you know, I'll get more into that. <laughs> um, but from what I remember, it was probably between Janet Jackson's uh, "All for You." <laughs> I don't know why I th- thought about that. That was like I was like four or something like that. Um, Side Bill, "Don't Make Me Over," and uh, oh. No, Heartbeat. Heartbeat by Tardina or whatever. And I just remember that song, like, singing it with my mom, like, Heartbeat, buddy. <laughs> and that was a song from, like, back in her time or whatever. And just remember that song constantly playing. Um, and so, like, first artist I probably got into, I have a note. So if I'm looking away, that's why, you know, for the people who hop in or the people who, like, come back and watch this who just, like, watching podcasts better than they, like, you know, um, you know, playing it because sometimes it gets monotonous or whatever. And I'm pretty much just sitting here, so if you you want to listen to it, it's cool too. Um, ooh, the first artist I got into, I already know that, and it's not the artist that most people think it is. <laughs> um, because there are most artists, most people, and if you've listened to the podcast, you know that I'm a huge Lupe Fiasco fan. It's simple as that. It is what it is. You know, that's the true, true, true original one of the original artists I got into. But funny enough, when I was old enough to really start getting into music and I remembered music like that and I was thinking about music, probably like the first first artist I got into was Drake. <laughs> and that's something that most people don't like. Oh, shoot. I don't even think my friends know that Drake was like the first artist that I really started listening to. Because like I remember back in like, oh, I remember when I remember hearing the so far gone tape when he first started when he like first came out and with the music and stuff like that because my brother he was at college he was away at college right and he like he like started playing it um and like from there i heard it i was like oh this is dope and i think the first song i remember hearing that i paid attention to music wise was successful with him and trey songs (laughs) yeah um man it's weird um or i don't anyway allegedly weird i don't know but I'm careful what I say. But like, yeah, yeah. But anyway, successful by by uh, by Trey songs is the first song that I remember hearing. Like, you know, with Drake, and I was like, you know, I like the vibe of it. Like, you know, I'm talking about like his life story and all that stuff. Like, you know, and then the whole um, the backing vocals with um, the backing vocals with Trey songs is saying, I just want to be successful. I remember that's probably one of the first songs I downloaded on my phone. Probably outside of, um, outside of, out of Kanye. It was between, probably, it was really, honestly, it was probably between, like, first musical artist that I really got into. It's probably between, honestly, between Kanye and Drake, when I think about it. Because I remember back in 04, <laughs> I remember back in 04 when Kanye came out. Matter of fact, I think it was probably Kanye to a degree. Because I remember when Kanye came out with the College Dropout album. Like, I don't remember it, but I remember the song. Like, I remember... Him and, and Jamie Foxx and the whole gold digger. You take my money when I'm me. 
and that whole music video and everything like that and just you know singing as a little kid not knowing nothing about it and everything like that but yeah and I think a question I had because I came up with my own questions just to keep it like you know because I'm gonna get real deep in the music thing because this is my bag like I'm probably can be I could be talking for a minute minute for real for real so you know um but pretty much yeah I could be talking for a minute, like, I'm getting my bag for this episode. It's going to be a long one. I'm just letting y'all know now. I'm forewarning you. I'm not going to say it's going to be a short one now. And when I say I'm probably done, it's probably when I actually am done because I'm going to keep going and going and going. I'll probably have to <clears throat> pop off ID Live and start another one just because, you know, I'll be talking that much. But, yeah, pretty much, you know, those are some first things. And I'll get more into that a little bit later as far as musical taste and stuff like that. I'm going to talk about music throughout the whole thing. So... I think the reason why I take it so seriously or why I have such a love for music is because it, it does a couple of things for me, you know, is that I, I think I talked about it. I always wanted to play or an instrument and stuff like that. I've always had a great appreciation for music, you know, now not having a talent in it per se. I've always wanted to like participate in it, you know, even a point in time. And I, I once again, sharing this, <laughs> most people don't know, is that I remember back in the day when everybody was like doing that whole everybody. I don't know if you're from Jersey, you know this, or you remember this. It might have been everywhere, but like back in the day, especially for Jersey, because of just where Jersey Club was at, everybody was a producer, everybody was like uh, a DJ, everything like that. And it was just funny, you know. And so, like, I think that was another thing. I was like, oh, snap, that's like a cool thing, like producing music, whatever. I never got into it because I didn't have like, the, the equipment and stuff like that. But as I got older, I always thought about that because I would always hear music and, like, not music in my head. But like, I would hear different songs I've heard, and I'm like, that's dope. I would love to like do my own <clears throat> interpretation of that or be able to create something like that. Because for me, part of it too, and this gets into the next thing, why music's so important to me, why like, I vibe out with, so, with music so much and why it's like a thing is because music is like a thing that you feel. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit more later. And so being able to create something I can feel too, or what I'm feeling at that moment it just seems like a really dope thing. And I probably really need to explore it further one day. But there's so many different, like, um, I don't want to say passions, but so many different interests I have. I just don't know where I would make all the time for it because, you know, I love the podcast, right? I'm a graphic designer. That's fun when I create projects that I can, like, you know, really put get in my bag about. But I'm sensitive about my art. I'm sensitive about my stuff. In the words of, of Erica Badu, I'm sensitive about my shh, y'all, so um, that's the one thing, um, you know, podcasting, like, you know, graphic design, um, health care, like, a whole bunch of different things, you know, um, like, telling jokes, but, or anything like that, but it's like, it's mad stuff, it's just mad, mad things, so, I don't know where that would fit at, but maybe one day, maybe one day, but, you know, essentially, it's it's a thing that I've, I've always had a love love for, you know, even growing up. And it's like one of those things that I'll get into this main part is there's so many memories surrounded by music. It's just crazy. Like, you from, it's just, especially growing up, because music is literally everywhere. You can't escape it. You know, from being at church, remembering, you know, somebody singing. Um, I remember at church, they used to sing, God be with you until you meet again like hearing that and i always knew that was like the sign <laughs> church was over because <laughs> when i was little i'd be like it'd be hot in there and i'd be like oh, i want to go home i don't feel like being here anymore you know before i had understanding you know the relationship with god for real for real and then always i used to like it too because we used to put our hands together and wave around and like all that stuff 
if you it just like the whole be with you here and after I'll be with you and all that stuff like I used to love that um, that's probably like my favorite part of church <laughs> remembering that as a kid um, to like you know driving down the street with my mom and my mom is like you know very 70s 80s like 90s like and in house music so like hearing like you know some she loves Phyllis Hyman my mom loves Phyllis Hyman so like hearing her play some Phyllis Hyman little Anita Baker or her CDs and stuff like that like you know all the stuff that she played um no of course you know a little earth wind and fire <laughs> um parliaments p-funk you know jerk playing field stand up or whatever that's where I'm from you know Jersey whoop, you know and just a history lesson parliaments p-funk the funkadelics one of the greatest funk bands around was founded here in not here but founded in well founded here in jersey in plainfield new jersey and they've been killed it since you know all of them but <laughs> you know thinking about that and just all these different things um yeah it's just like music has so many memories just growing up you know I remember, like, you know, the radio station, like, I'm Jersey, and, like, I just started, like, because of <laughs> my music, my musical taste, and as I've been, like, getting older, and I've been, like, thinking about where I want to be ultimately, because I don't think I'll stay in Jersey forever, right? I, I feel like eventually I'll settle down somewhere else in the country, maybe somewhere, who knows, maybe out west, um, probably somewhere out west or in, or in the south. I can't imagine staying up in the northeast, for real, for real just because of cost and just because it doesn't really offer what I wanted to offer and I'm going to try like you know different places but anyway um it's been through music and just like me growing up and listening and, like going back listening to music I heard growing up which is like the best thing realizing just how east coast or just how Jersey I am in Jersey and then some people might say New York or whatever but whatever you know growing up in Jersey all you hearing is New York music you know for real for real and so I think about like you know <laughs> Um, DJ, um, you know, Funkmaster Flex, and how every time he'd start playing the song, we'd all be mad at him, like, stop, stop it in the middle. And he'd be like, yeah, that's bars, 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 and that's just funk. At the end of the day, you know, that's just funk at the end of the day. Funk's gonna talk over the track. He gonna talk, he gonna drop some clues, some He gonna do what he do. That's just what funk do. You know, you either get annoyed with it or you keep it pushing because you're going to listen to Hot 97 at the end <laughs> Or was it, was it, was it, um, no, it was Hot 97 at the time. But, you know, pretty much that's what, that's what funk do. Um, <laughs> listening to him, listening to, like, you know, of course, you had the, the J, you had the Biggie um, playing uh, growing up. I think it, by the time I came along, I think they started playing, like, more of the, more of the Southern stuff, like, one big thing is that like, I have a huge appreciation for like southern music, like southern rap, like like you know Andre, uh, I said Andre, <laughs> like Outkast and them and stuff like that, and just like you know the whole collective, you know Killer Mike and them, you know, um, of course you know Juvenile, <laughs> um, Crime Mob and all of them, just because that's what I grew up hearing too. So you know thinking about that and jumping to that, like my brother's listening to music, like you know. Um, <laughs> Hearing, like, you know, um, you know, whatever they were playing at the time, whatever albums they had, like, because I'm pretty sure there was some Jay-Z in there, there's some Method Man, there's definitely some DMX, you know, <laughs> you know, whatever was on MTV or, like, 106 in Park, you know, hearing that and just hearing the music played, um, 
just an artist who shall remain nameless who we're canceling that I can't talk about. But I remember, like, you know, our whole time going down south, like, you know, my mom's just, my mom was really cool about this. Like, to this day, like, I really think that was dope of her, but, like, my brother's pretty much, <laughs> um, I think, as a matter of fact, no, we got to a certain point, she had to stop. So, like, you know, I think it started off, my mom was like, okay, here, you can play whatever music you want to play. And, like, my brother's playing stuff, and it was just, like, the explicit stuff. It was just, like, it was probably some, like, I don't even know. It was definitely, it was definitely probably some yin yang twins in there. It was probably some like provocative stuff or whatever. And she was like, "All right, so what we're not gonna do <laughs> this whole time coming down is I'm not about to, um, I'm not about to listen to that this whole time." And so we end up playing said artist, particular artist, and this was like, this was like '04. So this is y'all know what album that was. That was the that album, very popular. Um, it relates to a dance. <laughs> Um, that they do in Chicago. It was created for that, some of that music. I just remember pulling in, I think we, actually my mom let my brothers play their other music, but like pulling into like town where our family was fun from, my mom was like, nah, you're not about to play this on my father's street. We're not about to pull up to this. You got to put something else on. And that's the only thing that was clean enough to put on. I remember specifically, my mom had rented a white um, Mitsubishi Galant. And I thought that was the best thing in the world. And I love that car. I don't know why. <laughs> I love rental cars and stuff like that back then. So she rented that and we pulled up in this white car and all that stuff. And yeah. But like that's the thing. Like music has so many freaking memories. Like, you know, family vacations. You know, music has, you know, it has good. It has like, it's for, there's happy occasions and there's sad occasions. Like, um, I remember one of my mom's good friends passed away. Um, it was like 05. That's one of the times. That's the first time I probably heard. Um, might have been 05, 06. Not sure. But it was um, Mariah Carey's Fly Like a Bird. And to this day, like, that's still a song that has a sad connotation because they played it at the end of the funeral when they took the casket out. And I just remember that. And it's just like, you know, it's just a song that I associate with, you know, funerals and passing away and stuff like that. And it's a beautiful song. If you ever need a good cry, <laughs> you're going through something. It's a good song because it's just like a. Lord, take it all away. Take it all away. Take take everything. Just I'm giving it all to you. I stretch thy hands to you. Like, you know. Um, I think about that. I think about like um what is that song? There's two songs. Um, Hold to us God's Unchanging's Hand. Cause that was played at my grandfather's funeral. And I think about that and like I always wanted to and I still am gonna learn I'm gonna learn how to sing that song just in tribute to him just because I love that song because I just think about that like and that was his favorite song apparently I didn't even know that until after he passed like and he used to sing in a choir um and it's just like hold to his hand God's unchanging hand it's such a true song build your hopes on things eternal hold to God's unchanging hand but yeah you know talking about that like there's so much music so many memories and stuff like that I remember going to cookouts like and like when you go to cookouts you from Jersey right <laughs> you know you gonna have there's something you gonna have there you gonna have your burgers, you gonna have your hot dogs, you gonna have your hot links, you gonna have some dominoes. <laughs> that those gonna have their stuff, their, you know, their the happy juice over there. Um, and you gonna have some house music. So in Jersey house music or air, just a, a, a collective house music, like you gonna have your crystal waters. You have a little crystal waters. Well, crystal waters was popular, but you're not gonna hear a whole bunch of crystal crystal like that. 
crystal like scratch in the surface. You want, but you gonna have some crystal waters, gypsy woman. Do 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 You gonna have your crystal waters. You gonna have um. You gonna have some Kamora Lee, or is it Kamora? Is it? It's Kamora Lee. Where does our Where does our love begin? Do do. <laughs> you gonna have that. You smooth gonna have. You gonna have "Follow Me" by Ally Us. That is my mama's favorite song, and my, by extension, like our favorite house song. Like we hear that is doom, 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 doom. If you're from Jersey, you know this song. You see me dancing because I'm just about to might follow me. I'm open. <laughs> Not singing, <laughs> but you gonna have that. You gonna have follow me for sure. You gonna have. You definitely gonna have deep inside by hard drive. Deep, deep inside, deep. And for y'all youngest out here, deep inside. That was sampled. Hard drive was sampled by Kanye West on his um, Life of Pablo album. That's where it came from. Deep, that deep, deep inside, deep, deep, deep inside. Oh, you're going to have, oh, you definitely finna have Paul Johnson get down. I love house music, y'all. That's why I'm talking about it so much. <laughs> you're going to have that Paul Johnson down, 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 to down, 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 I'm glad you Paul Johnson. You Finn, you definitely about to have music don't sound uh what is it? It's Stardust. Dune 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 Dune. It's um music sounds uh Music sounds better with you. And that's like the um it's, it's just so much music. It's so much house music. So you gonna hear that and like to this day I remember having dance off <laughs> dance battles. <laughs> Wait that. Um, yeah, I know me, I don't know rhythm, but I just, I just love music, and I just think about that, like, um, there's so many dope memories and stuff like that, you know, and this is just me going down memories lane for real, for real, and talking about music, but like, you know, um, family vacations, um, I talked about that, the cookouts, um, I'm trying to think of some other good occasions, uh, dang, <laughs> I can't think of songs like that, um, I remember there's so many just there's so many just different things that are associated with music for me. Like I remember oh I had to talk about like becoming a teenager and everything like that. I remember the jerk phase, obviously. Oh, what's up y'all? Appreciate y'all hopping in. Um, but music just has so many dang memories, man. Like I remember being a teenager up in oh oh eight and I remember when Soldier Boy came out. Like I re- I legitimately remember when he came out and the whole I remember the craze, like I remember my friend, like we did it. <laughs> appreciate it, appreciate it, I appreciate it. I gotta, I gotta start binging your show too. I have enough material. Like that's the thing about like when people do podcasts and stuff like that. Um, you know, appreciation for um, my bro Asar in here. He is a podcaster. The Misfits Table podcast. Go check them out. They have fire, fire, fire episodes. Funny, hilarious. They do interviews with artists. Sometimes they do everything. Also have a media company, but check them out definitely. The Misfits Table Podcast. I have actually have an episode with them as well, entitled "Unpopular Opinions." So you got to check that out. And you know, 
since he's here, I'm gonna ask him what's one of your uh, what's a memorable song for you that you wanna that you could just think about off like off rip like one of your youngest like childhood memories of a song. I was just talking about music and just like how different things, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> this show got me dead too. I love it. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> for the ones who know and who listen, y'all know I be snapping on there for real, for real. Listen, y'all show be killing me too. Y'all show be killing me too. I'm <laughs> listen between you, Casey, and Clint. I don't know what out of pocket thing is gonna happen on the show. I just don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember when I remember when Soldier Boy came out. I remember like '07, like when he came out. I remember we had cranked that Soldier. We had um, cranked that Soldier Boy, and we had the Batman. We had the Spider Man. Then it was the Michael Jackson, like all the parodies and stuff like that. Specifically, remembering how to do that dance and then like doing it and everything like that. I remember all the dance crazes, like and being from Jersey, Outcast, where the song go was colder than colder than ice. Um, was colder than colder than ice. I I feel like I know what album that was off of. That probably was off of the Stank No Yet album. Um, it, hey y'all, yup, I knew it. Oops, it, hey y'all. That's a dope song. That's a dope. That's a dope song to have as like a first memory of like a song, like music wise. That's what it's called. Hey y'all, I want to say is that um, yeah. See, obviously I'm ghetto. I'm just have no common sense. Um, like I said, I have an issue with music. Like I'm really obsessed with it. I have to know what album this was off of. It was off the speaker box, the speaker box and the love below. It was the album after Stankinovia. That was their. That's their. If I'm not mistaken, that's their last album out together. Um, if you count, if you don't count out a while, people don't count out a while. <laughs> but yeah, um, man, just like coming to age and learning music and stuff like that, and like part of culture here in Jersey is like, you know, and probably a star knows that Jersey, Jersey people be dancing. That's what we do. That's what we do. We be dancing everything like that. And so coming up through the ranks of like, you know, the Soldier Boy and all his dance crazes. You know, making it to jerking and all that. In between all that, we had Jersey Club. We had you, you. You had your DJ Little Man. You had your uh, who else? You had you had. There's so many DJs, but Little Man is the one that most people remember. DJ Ant was there too. Um, there's so many. Dang, I can't even think of all of them. But like, you just had mad DJs and stuff like that. So like, you know, um. There's this hell of dances like sexy walking. It was not peculiar. Like everybody remembers that the sec that get your patty cake on. To this day, I still can't patty cake. I still can't sexy walk. I don't deserve to be say I'm from Jersey and that I grew up in that era. But I I I say this all the time. I do not fall into my stereotype. When people are at college sexy walking, you wouldn't see me doing that. That wasn't me. I wasn't at parties anyway, but I wasn't me. You would not see me out there sexy walking. You would not see me out there patty caking. You know, <laughs> there was this, it, it's, you didn't see me doing that. But like, I remember those songs. Like, that's like distinctly in my mind. Like, every time, like, you know, especially middle school, whatever, when we was in seventh, eighth grade, and we was like just talking about memories and stuff like that. Pretty much is what I'm doing here. I remember specifically at the party, you had like a good, so like 80% of the party was nothing but club music playing and like, you know, there was the I think there was the basketball one where I remember one of my when one of my dudes like one of I was friends with like this dude straight had his leg broken and without missing a beat took the crutches t- 
cost them Jones went in the middle of the circle and like was just messing it up it was a whole competition like that's what we used to do like had a whole competition for who had the best like dance pretty much you know and then of course <laughs> you know some of the other more like the like explicit stuff um people getting broke at the party like <laughs> like it is middle school it's terrible who cares you know like club music playing and just like the the do 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 like like straight up girls like on guys getting broken or whatever people putting their hands on shoulders and everything like that it was just it was a good ghetto ratchet time but i think about that music um <laughs> it's a funny experience of just even like that whole era of like 2008 like 2008 2000 2008 from like two to like 2011 just that's when i first came into like knowing music and feeling that and like you know understanding it and like hearing just like different songs like you know remembering when Kanye like first came out with like his like uh his pretty much his breakup album like 808s and Heartbreak you know and hearing that song it was just like uh Heartless and watching the video and everything like that everybody was going around singing that you know the shades just how music pretty much impacts the culture completely that's why I think music is so important because this is like you see these things and you see how it affects you like you know everybody having a little like the little glasses and stuff like that and like doing that and singing these different things. When Drake first came out, like I said, I was talking about that, like my brother put me on to him and me hearing his music and just like everybody anticipating back in the day, like, okay, oh, who's Drake gonna sign with? Oh, he over here with Wayne. Uh, he doing a little bit with Jay-Z over here or whatever. He was with Young Money, just rapping with him a lot, you know, putting, just rapping his songs pretty much, you know, and then Nicki coming behind him and it's just like this whole culture of like, is Nicki and Drake gonna get together? You know, they both Young Money, they both doing their thing. Then, of course, Young Money putting out their album and everything like that. And just watching music videos, which are ridiculous for it, and Bedrock to this day. <laughs> like, hearing that, just that doom, 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 doom. Just, it's, it's a dope. It's just, it's good remembering that. Um, still trying to figure out what happened to Tyga. <laughs> I'm not, I, I, this sounds bad. <laughs> hey, what's up? Appreciate you joining and hopping into the show. <laughs> But still wanting to know what happened. And here's a question I pose. I pose this on Twitter. And I'm just talking about middle school music. Can we talk about what happened to the other? So Young Money, when they first came out with that album, we had Drake. We, of course, had Wayne. We had Nicki. We had Tyga. But then we had Little Twist. We had Little Chucky. We had Gutta Gutta. And what happened to everybody else? What happened to them? What happened to Gutta Gutta? What happened to Little Twist? <laughs> or Young Twist? Little Twist? What happened to Little Chucky? They just disappeared. They had one hot song. Everybody was on like one song. Like Little Twist and Little Chucky had one song and they disappeared. Move off the face of the earth. I want to know what happened to them. Can we have an unsung version of Young Money <laughs> Cash Money Records? <laughs> Can we talk about how <laughs> we get the version where... Where Birdman come in and little Wayne go at it. Like, I need a whole thing from, like, 07 to, like, 2015 or so. Just talking about everything. Like, the rise, the, the you know, the climb and the fall of Young Money and everything. Like, from the fact Drake started doing his own thing. to When Nicki started, she wasn't rapping as much. She started doing the pop thing. To Tyga, you know, Tyga putting out his music. Even Tyga putting out. Because y'all remember back in the day when Tyga did the Young... <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm showing my age. Him in the Rack City and he had the whole porn website. <laughs> Let's talk about that. I need a movie with all these things. I need them completely and utterly. I need this to be addressed. I free my man gutta gutta. I don't know where gutta gutta is. Free gutta gutta. I don't think gutta gutta's in jail, but free him from whatever musical existential hell he's in. Cause I need to know what's going on here. <laughs> I'm going to hell. Um, um. <clears throat> I'm sorry, y'all. Um, this is why I don't be need to be on live. It's too much stain. It's too much stain for me. I be showing off on live. I just be cracking up. Ah, oh, damn. Okay, it, it's good. I be showing up on showing off on live, cracking up. But yeah, middle school memories. Drake, um, Roscoe Dash, all of them. Nikki when she first came out, always on somebody's track. Ludacris and his music, Trey songs and his music, and I'm. Let me tell y'all something. Kids is nasty. <laughs> Kids is nasty. Kids is nasty. Kids is nasty. Guys in the hallway, middle school, talking about, hey, you heard that new Trey Songs thing? Talking about, I'm make you <laughs> say my name and all. Like, what? Sir, you are 12. You are, sir, sir, you are 12 years old. What the, what are you, sir? At very best, that what's going to happen is that you're going to do your little thing. You're going to pass out and fall asleep. She's not gonna know any better. It's just gonna be a mess. We this we're not doing this. Talking about oh, it wouldn't be me if I didn't get a little nasty. You don't know anything about being nasty. But then again, I I told y'all before I went to a hood middle school. <laughs> I told y'all. I I told y'all when I was in middle school, and that's a whole experience. That's a whole that's a whole podcast episode. But they probably did because somebody bought their baby to the. Somebody brought that baby to the choir, to the winter concert, and they was passing the baby around like that was a niece and nephew and all that stuff. <laughs> Good old time. There was niggas in there to, oop, I say the N-word. There was niggas in there who was looking like they was 35, who I was just like, I don't want smoke from you. You look like that you, you look like you stayed back about 15 times. I don't, we good. I don't want smoke from you. Um... The sight of loose weave on the floor after a fight. <laughs> and then people yelling, whose weave is this? Pick your stuff up. And then seeing one of the people who was a participant in the fight, hair looking like this, just pulled out. <laughs> hair went from 15 inches to a wish tail in the back, because that's what they had to do. That's all they had time for before class. <laughs> it's like, looking like, I wish I could, I wish. This is why I love music so much, yo. Like, this is why I love music. Like, it just brings me back to, like, everything and everything like that. Um, but, you know, high school, like, listening um, to different things, like, it's really, like, and I'll move on to this next thing. Literally, music has literally been the soundtrack of my life, and it helps me express motion, emotions and stuff like that. Um, for me, you know, as a person that's been, like, you know, um, and, it's, and it comes from, like, you know, how we're raised and stuff like that. Like, be very clear. I know we talk about now. Um, <laughs> I know now we talk about pretty much, you know, mental health matters and, you know, boys need to be able to cry and all that stuff and being able to be open 
you know, and talk and stuff like that and, you know, being able to be sensitive and stuff like that. But let's keep it real. That wasn't always the case and that wasn't always the thing. For real, for real. You know, back in the day, that was very uncommon to a certain degree. So, um, give me one second, y'all. Uh, probably late for that. Um, but let's not be, let's like, let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it like a, a thou. Like, that wasn't always a thing. So, you know, there were times I feel like I couldn't express my emotions and stuff like that. Or like, I wasn't able to or like, you know, growing up bullied and stuff like that. And I always say I'm going to do an episode on this. This is going to take a lot. That's going to take a lot to do an episode and like, just talking about how, you know, um, pretty much therapy and you know, like, you know, becoming an adult and how that stuff affects you and all that stuff, but neither here nor there. But, you know, there are times I feel like I wasn't able to express emotion. I wasn't able to do that. And so I'll say literally, and I'm, I, I see it more as I'm becoming an adult, but you know, there's music that's associated with happy times. And I usually use music as an escape, but I didn't realize how it could help me express emotions or how I felt and stuff like that. Like for example, like middle school aside you know i had like music was like a dope like thing it was just like fun like drake is putting out music like all these different things like it was a way of connecting for me because like i wasn't a person that really connected on other things so if i'm talking music i could connect with you you know and most people would be surprised you know to know that oh <laughs> i was listening to drake i was listening to this or whatever because you know i was considered a nerd and all that stuff so it's like wait you listen to rap music yeah I listen to rap music predominantly rap music what you don't listen to this or that Hey, what's up, bro? How you doing? Um, yeah, like, you listen to rap music and stuff like that? Yes, I listen to rap. I listen to R&B. I listen to pretty much everything that you listen to. I watch 106 in part two. Like, I, I'm i listening to Drake. I listen. I didn't listen to Young Money. Like, I, I really didn't like Wayne back then. But, like, yes, I listened to the... I listened to Fire Flame Spitters. Like, <laughs> Fire Flame, Fire Flame, Fire Flame Spitter. <laughs> like, I listened to all that stuff. Um... But, like, listening to all that music and all that stuff, like, it was it was a thing. Um, and that was my way of connecting, pretty much, for real, for real. So, like, you know, um, and then as I got, I guess, more into high school and more in tune with my feelings and stuff like that, like, music was a way of expressing it. It just helped me feel a way. Um, and I think perfect examples of that is, like, you know, um, Lupe Fiasco. And, like, y'all know that's one of my favorite artists of all time. And I'll tell you how, here, how I came about upon this music. So... Being in middle school, being in like that late middle school, high school, getting to a certain point or whatever, I've always been somebody, and I hate to use the word conscious, but that's what I was. I was always a person who was court conscious of what was going on and stuff like that, and some of the music just wasn't, you know, it wasn't fitting in with what I wanted to fit in with, you know, it wasn't what I wanted to hear. It's only so much you can hear some of the same stuff and the same content, it doesn't feel a certain way to you, so I don't know how I discovered Lupe Fiasco. I want to say I discovered him for myself, like, and I don't say I discovered him because obviously he's already always, but I, I probably first started hearing his music consistently. Like, I remember hearing him, I remember the um, Touch the Sky song, but I didn't know that was him. But, like, I probably started hearing his music, like, in 2011 when he put out the Lasers album, you know, and that's one of his quote-unquote most hated albums or whatever. It's too commercial and all that stuff, but I started listening to him then, and it was cool for me. Like, he did the song, The Show Goes On, and I was listening, I was like, Cause I love the beat that it's such a stadium like hype song it's just like a yeah 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 like started hearing him there <clears throat> on that song um pretty much and like listening to him and just like the perspective he had added and all that stuff um talking to people about him and his artistry you know people really loved him and then like listen to Morris's music because you know 
that wasn't that might have been like one of his more pop songs, but like that wasn't his most controversial song on the album. His most controversial song was Words I Never Said, where he literally called out everybody and everything. Like and I was like, yo, you're a bugging. But like, you know, I definitely heard the consciousness in him and hearing that and then hearing one of my favorite songs of all time of his, um, I'm beaming and just how that made me feel and just feeling like I was weightless and everything like that. And it kind of it, I don't want to, the song didn't help save my life. I don't want to put that perspective out there. But the song definitely helped me through times. And it was definitely a song that I could hear and it just made me feel, it's a feel good song. It's a song that makes me, it feels, it reinvigorates your spirit, right? And it just does something about you. Just, you know, it pretty much pulls, you know, it pulls you out of it, right? Or pulls you out of certain things. So being able to do that. That was really cool for real. Like, listen to him and stuff like that. And so, like, I've used his music. And so, his music has music definitely been a conduit, like, you know, for me to be able to speak and feel certain ways and certain things. Like, you know, when he came out with his Food and Liquor 2 album in 12, in 2012, when I was in, like, uh, I guess I was, a, I, was a, I was a sophomore in high school. And that was much more of his more conscious work. Not that he wasn't doing it before, but, like, he was speaking directly to what was going on. I felt it because it was so much that was going on you know, and he was just talking facts, like, he, can we get a little break from the cocaine and kilos, alright, we know, alright, we need to, and then talking about, like, you know, freedom ain't coming around our way, and all that stuff, and, like, you know, talking about, like, hitting different censorship, hitting, you know, talking about, um, oh, sorry, just what's going on in the world, for real, for real, like, you know, and not, not, <laughs> not sugarcoating it is what I enjoyed, because that's the type of person I was, like, you know, I feel like there was so much going on around this, like, and I was angry and I didn't know why, and he gave me justification for why I should be pissed off, and also gave me more facts and information and stuff like that, and he gave good perspective, you know, and he even had his controversial song, Bitch Bad, on that song, or, or, or whatever, <laughs> and talking about that, and, like, his perspective, it was, it was just good for me, you know, listening to that, like, you know, through his music, I was able to express that, um, I, you know, around that time, too, I started listening to, like, Joey um, in high school. And this is how I'm doing this, like, talking about music and the different topics I have. So, like, around high school, I started listening to Joey Badass, too. And, like, Joey Badass was, like, an artist, somebody who put me on to. Because they knew I listened to, like, a lot of the 90s stuff and, like, the more conscious stuff or whatever. And so I was like, yo, you need to listen to him. And I was like, all right, all right, I'll listen to him. And as a matter of fact, I remember I was in, I remember where I started listening to him and, like, why I started listening to him. So I was in Graphic Studio. Graphics do. <laughs> um, shout out to those who listen. If there are any listeners from high school who, who remember Graphics do. Graphics do. I'm not going to do the sign that we have for Graphics do. It looks very much like somebody else's <laughs> stuff. But it was a G and it's like a little. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> um, uh, graphics do pretty much. But like, I listen, I remember listening to Joey Badass Waves. You know, that whole um, song produced by Joaquin or um, I can't. Freddie Joaquin, I can't remember, I can't remember the producer, um, but I think it was him and like that whole song and I was like, oh, he's mad, dope, he's mad, dope, and that had to be around like 12 or, or 13 or so, I think it was around 13, um, and like I started slowly going into the rabbit hole of listening to him in pro era and everything like that, and I liked his music because it's like, you know, Everybody else is rapping all these different things and stuff like that. You have Joey here, Joey Badass, somebody who's like, I'm in Jersey, so not 
not that there weren't people in New, in Jersey where I was at rapping, but it's like somebody who's like around my age or like a little bit older rapping about stuff, rapping about things that I want, like talking about consciousness, you know, talking about different things. Like to this to this day, <laughs> I still think about his survival taxes song that doom, 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 like the whole like drill siren or like the whole marching thing, and then just coming in with the ch ch, and then he just straight killing it. Niggas don't want war. I'm a Martian. <laughs> like, coming in, like, crit. Mind your bit. Okay, I'm going to delete your comment because you, you just, yep. I, I should report the comment. I'm not going to report the comment. It's not the city called. Oh, okay. You said it's the city called Jersey. Cool. Want to know what this, apparently it's the state of Philadelphia for some of y'all. Yes, it is. And this is the banner I have between me and my friend. He's talking about the city called Jersey. It's not a city, it's a state. Respect it and get it right before you get your ass beat. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. Try not to cuss. Watch him out. But yeah, <laughs> pretty much him putting on that song or whatever, you know, and just coming in, rapping that, and hearing the different stuff he was talking about, you know, and things like that. And of course he was talking about things like he's a teenager or whatever, but like, like feeling that kindredness with his music and like, you know, somebody being young, being a leader or whatever, speaking up, not caring about what he said, you know, pretty much doing his thing, like being with his group or whatever, talking about these different things, you know, and kind of, I, I did feel like, you know, a certain amount of like being a misfit when it came to that. Um, so I definitely know that like, that was part of a soundtrack to my life. That was a part of a soundtrack to finding myself, you know, and it just like having, you know, my mid, my high school years, you know, having that music to, to push me. And then listening to Janelle Monae and her, her album, her Electric Lady album, you know, and just that whole entire album, like, um, which means something differently now as I gotten older, like, you know, just, the the talking about oppression and stuff like that and just talking about all these different topics and it do, being done in such a great funky way and just like the, the production on that album alone, like when I tell you the production on the album alone in 2013, brilliant. She went from her first album, the arc Android. And I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going real nerd because I, yeah, I know how much I love music, but like, the production on the long like she went from her arc android which wasn't a bad album at all but basically taking the things that worked and didn't work taking the things that worked from that album and taking out things that didn't work and creating a cohesive huge project that you can listen to forward to backward and you don't mind it at all like you know starting out with a prince feature who do i know in 2013 was getting a feature by prince the artist formerly known as prince god rest his soul but who do y'all know was getting a, nobody was getting a, a feature of Prince, you know, and just like the amount of talks. She talked about everything on her. She talked about racism. She talked about sexism. She talked about, you know, LGBTQIA plus issues. She, and the way she did it was brilliant because she wrapped it and she did it in a perception of like robots and androids and stuff like that. But she was really talking about marginalized groups. She was talking about black people. She was talking about people who are part of the community the LGBTQ plus IA community, talking about people who are women, talking about all these different things and had all these different colloquialisms in there. And like, it's just like a brilliant album that you have to wrap your head around. And it's probably to her date, the best album she's ever done. But like listening to that and getting a message in the music while also having it be something that's digestible and funky at the same time and something cool. I remember listening to that album so many different times. I remember listening to, as a matter of fact, um, Whenever I used to fly and I was nervous, um, 
I used to listen to that for takeoff, like her song um, Queen, that doom, 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 just the, the first part of that as we took off and descended because I'd be nervous and it was just like it was a good way of coming into the air and all that stuff. Um, that's matter of fact, I, I listened to that the first time I flew or as flew as a, as a teenager because I hadn't flown since I was probably like seven or something like that. So I didn't really remember. Like, you know, I remember doing that. Like, but like so much music has been a part of my like my my soundtrack of my life. I'll talk about some more artists and stuff like that. Like, you know, Janelle Monet. Music Soul Child, probably my favorite like R&B artist from Philly. So I'm giving props to Philly. So you don't gotta, I'm giving props to PA. So I'm jumping at my friend now. <laughs> Cause he, he likes to choose violence every single day and so do I. That's a part of our friendship and relationship. <laughs> but you know, Music Soul Child and listening to his music, you know, and just as like, and I wasn't a big like, you know, love song and R&B person back in the day for real, for real like that. I listened to some of it here and there, but like, you know, listening to his music and just hearing it and just like, you know, half crazy, all that stuff, listening to that, listening to, you know, um, what is the song he has with Mary J. Blige? Um, I can't even think of it. Like just listening to him and just like really enjoying his music and like what he does with it, you know, and just the artistry of it all, you know, which sometimes you miss in him also having a voice that was unique enough because I feel like sometimes, oftentimes in R&B, and I'm going to give a hot take here, is that you have a lot of artists and a lot of singers that sound very similar, you know, you don't have a lot of artists that sound different, and not to say that Music Soul Child's voice isn't like higher and stuff like that, but the things he does, he's able to do with his voice and he's able to sing, you know, it's experimental, it wasn't necessarily experimental, but it's it's very soulful at the end of the day, I like like, I guess you can say I enjoyed a lot more soul music and, like, all that. You seem to be pretty jumpy. <sighs> Don't make me fight you. Anyway, <laughs> I'm ignoring the help. The help came into the um, to the Instagram live. The help came into the Instagram live. Ignore him. Um, <laughs> my friend. But, yeah, music soul child and his music and stuff like that. Um. And just what he was able to do, like love, hitting those vocals, hitting that range, hitting all those things. Jill Scott, her music was like, you know, all of that just like to this day, hearing like Jill Scott makes you want to fall in love. Like Jill Scott's music makes you want to be in love. Like she be like making you feel like, like listen, I want to be Lizell. Can can somebody make a song for me? Can I be somebody's Lizell? Right? Cause like Jill, Jill, hey, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> like, but like Jill Scott and her music. Like, can I be Lizell? Can somebody do a song for me? Can somebody do a flight of E for me? Like, um, can I take a long walk with somebody around the park? Can can we find that per? Can I find that person? Can can we take a long walk? Listen, can I cross your mind every now and then? <laughs> Didn't that happen? Like, Jill Scott's music, like, is a vibe for everything, you know, from, you know, not messing with somebody, you know, that you have no business. Mind your business, movie. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> you know, but, like, her music is just straight vibes and stuff like that. And that's just also more, 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 more music that's just a, a, a soundtrack to my life and stuff like that. And that's why I enjoy music so much because it's just, it, it helps me express emotions it helps me express you know feeling seen and stuff like that because there are things that you can say or said in music that you don't necessarily know how to say and music kind of gives you that place and that conduit to do so 
you know um and i think that it's just important to have that aspect of it you know and that's why i just i'm i'm such a music person i can go on talking about it forever and ever and this probably ain't gonna be the only episode that i do about it but you know i'll probably do more but um i just have to say it's just it's a lot but i kind of feel like i talked about enough about why i'm so obsessed with music but I want to talk more like quickly about the mechanics of music and just like what it is about it. I think it's also something I love and I enjoy so much and I think people can other people can attest to it because of the mechanics of it. Because for me, and I talked about this, for me when it comes to music, I like to feel it and like lyrics are important, you know, right? Lyrics can be cool and all that stuff, but at the very first time when I hear it, and I don't know if it's because of my ear or whatever, if I don't, if I hear it and it's not attractive in my ear and it's just like very, if I give it another shot and I hear it and I understand artistry behind it, because you know, getting more into this creative space, I get it. Some things aren't necessarily meant to be heard immediately and be very cheerful or attractive to the ear, um, but automatically that's the first thing I hear if I hear it and it's like good to my ear and it's something like that it's like okay I can listen to this and I can get into it that helps and that's the thing about me and music like I have to be able to connect to it emotionally it doesn't matter if it's sad or music it could be angry music it could be it could be anything like for instance like um down for my ends <laughs> down for my ends like automatically when you hear that beat drop is that you feel that aggressiveness it's just like a it's something that comes over you right and so it just brings you in and you you go on this ride and this wave of like i wish somebody would right now I throw some bows right now <laughs> like, but it, it takes you on an adventure right it takes you on an adventure that's what i love about music it has that ability to do so like or or maybe there's a breakup song you know maybe there's a song like um and for years, I didn't realize that this wasn't a breakup song. I, I thought Marsha Ambrose's Far Away was a breakup song. Apparently, it's not. <laughs> but that might put you in a thought process of, oh, man, I just lost this person. And it's over. And it's a wrap. But, <laughs> yeah, but, like, you know, pretty much that's the thing with music, right? Um, I, I, I immediately hear it first. But then, like, if I really love it, I enjoy the song. And I, that's when I'll start hearing the lyrics again because, like, I'm a person, like, I'm weird when it comes to music. I'll tell you some of my weird music quirks. Like, I'm a person, I'll listen to a song over and over and over again until I get tired of it and I can't hear it anymore for a long time and then I'll forget about it and rediscover it. So, like, that's me. I'll listen to it over and over again and I'll hear things I didn't discover before. And because I have a great, like, kind of memory when it comes to stuff like that, um, that's how I learn lyrics and stuff like that. So, like, there are lines from, like, songs like... Um, there, I can't even think of anything like, um, like probably, yes, relatable, yes, relatable content. You understand. So actually, I'm gonna hop off live. I'm gonna jump back on. So if you want to join for the rest of the episode, please do. Um, the podcast is still gonna happen for those who are listening. You know, so please, 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 please come back, join, share to IGTV.
Sorry, y'all. So, ooh, whoever was listening, whoever is listening to this podcast um, live, y'all are saints. Because <laughs> I put y'all through so much. Y'all literally hurt me getting up and moving around because I had to hop off IG live. You know, for real, for real. I'm just letting y'all know. That's what's going on here. Um, but yeah, let me hop back on this IG live real quick. Real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Because um, I had to finish out the episode. So, you know, ooh, bonus content. You know, y'all feel special. People who are hearing it, like, record it or for the podcast. Okay, cool. The setup's back up. So I'm going to wait a couple minutes before I jump in. But um, I'll, I'll basically kind of conclude what I was saying, like, with that. But it's like, music is just, yo, like, <laughs> music is just, dog. It's just like, I hear it. And first thing is like, you know, I have to hear it to feel it. And so... Um, that's where I started, but it's then like, you know, listening to it over and over again is how, like, that's when I start connecting with the lyrics or whatever. Like, I doubt the first time I listened to Lupe Fiasco's, like, uh, I'm beaming. That's the first time I connected to it. He's about to get, yeah, that's why I hopped off. I had to hop off because I was about to get kicked off. That was the biggest reason why. Um, that's the thing about IG. I don't like that. I wish it, <laughs> it extended. I guess it extends to those who, um, I don't know how it extends for some people. Because, like, y'all know with the podcast, people who listen to the podcast, y'all know I don't do short-form content. So, you know, an hour is difficult for me, <laughs> um, pretty much. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. As I was saying, though, like, you know, I somehow weird music works. Like, I listen to a song over and over and over and over and over again until, like, I'll feel it. And, like, I'll, I'll hear it and it's just, like, something that's in my spirit or whatever. And, like, I'll walk around with that. Hold on one second. Excuse me. Sorry, y'all. Allergy season. Um, but I'll, I'll walk around. And I'll start listening to it so till I feel it again and again and again and again. Like I, I can't get out of my head. And like you know, I'll even start like I don't stay. I'll start rearranging. But I, I can feel it in my head. And like I can feel like the, the instruments. Like it sounds really weird, <laughs> but like I can feel the instruments. Like you know, I'm beaming. It's like the doom. You can feel the guitar. Or you can see the guitar and everything. Like you can picture it. And, like, the music, like, I even sometimes picturing how music videos should be is pretty fun and dope. But, like, you know, I really feel the music in a sense. But then, like, when it comes down to taking it apart, like, and that's part of the reason I do that is because I listen to conscious, more of the conscious music and the lyrical stuff. You have to do that <laughs> because you're not giving everything up front and spoon-fed it. You have to take the time to actually jump on and, like, you really, you know, really understand and stuff like that. So it's a really dope thing to do. But, you know... For more of the creative side, I enjoy the music because being a creative, it's just like, I know there's a huge amount of work that's put into it, like music production. I don't know. Jesus. My mic fell. Not my mic, my camera fell. Sorry to y'all who's in the podcast who are listening. As a matter of fact, um, yeah, that's that sucked. That sucks a lot. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Um, but yeah. Um, hey, what's up? Thank you for joining back again. But yeah, when it comes down to music and stuff like that, like I, I see it in my head, I feel it in my head, and all that stuff, and it's just like you know, being able to like, you know, I I just keep hearing it until I, I I turn it off and I get tired of it, and it's just like, eh, man, and it's just like that's why I enjoy it so much because it's it's so complex, and from creative side, it's just you know, it's amazing, like you know, most res most but like hugest respect to to people who like you know who create music and create that space and different things like that because it's so much involved in it you know 
and you don't really, I guess, if you are part of a music industry, if you're not doing it independently, some people do it, kudos to them too, but if you're not doing it that way and you're doing it where you're under a label and all that stuff, it's very difficult. I can't imagine being creative and the stress that goes into creating something and giving a good quality product and then trying to turn it into that, a product, turn your art and what you feel and you put your heart and soul into. And granted, some artists don't do that, but we're not going to talk about that today. Some artists are really industry plants. But anyway, <laughs> we won't shake that table today. But for the artists who are actual artists who are um, doing it for the, the creative portion of whatever, um, being able to do all that stuff, and I couldn't imagine it. Like, that takes away the, that takes away the pizzazz of music. It takes away the, like, the soul of it, right? You know, and I think that's something that, like, you know, a lot of rap has suffered from, or people say rap has suffered from. Rap, really, honestly, all, all, a lot of music has suffered from, you know, whether it's been pop, whether it's been this or been that. You're always going to find people who are coming in and doing music for the quote-unquote wrong reason or not, you know, really putting much into it and all that stuff. So, you can't you can't get mad at it. Um, you can get mad at it, but you you kind of know that that's where things are going. But I feel like now as independence has, and this is me getting on my like my little, um, yes, shady. <laughs> I'm not saying names. I didn't say names, artists. I think you can figure out who they are though. You can figure out what artists I'm talking about. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm once again. I'm kidding. I would love one day to just you know. Uh, interview artists and music and stuff like that and have conversations about creativity not trying to blacklist my, blackball myself <laughs> talking this <laughs> nope not gonna get me caught up nope nope not gonna get myself caught up <laughs> credit <laughs> I'm gonna have an offline conversation um, but yeah so like yeah it's, it's just like a lot that goes into it and so with it with people are taking on one of this creative this like this independent route it has created a space where you're able to see so many dope artists, you know, and it's such a space. And so thanks to people like, I'll say Chance the Rapper, even though Chance was not the first independent artist. A lot of people, aren't, I mean, people knew that, but like, you know, I think Chance is, um, you're already caught up. You're already caught up. I'm not caught up, though. I didn't say names. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I'm not caught up, though. <laughs> I'm not. Um... I'm not going to say much more on that, but <laughs> yes, Chance the Rapper, but like artists like Chance the Rapper, even though he wasn't the first one, you know, he was the one who did the most, the biggest, right? And the person who's really put it on um, the most, but like people who've created, like such as him who have created lanes, you know, other artists like Joey Badass, who's created lane, who's been completely independent his entire time. Um, artists like Tech 9 who's been independent since 99, who's a millionaire, who's been doing it by himself, you know, all these different artists, um, who've created a huge lane for this and allow artists to just be that artist. Even shout out to artists like Taylor Bennett, Chance the Rapper's brother, who's like going into this whole very big music mogul thing, also independent as well. And, you know, trying to get into the cryptocurrency, the NFTs and stuff like that, and just revolutionizing the field. You know, it's, it's a good place or a good time to be in art, you know, in music and do things like that. It's still difficult, but it's much more of a space to do it in this form. Um, I think, you know, definitely um, than it has been before. 
But that was just my like my little aside and like my little my my little random thing I was talking about because I could talk about music forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever, and I would love to do that some more. I'm gonna have to create a podcast just for that. <laughs> but you know, I want to move on to some of the fun stuff and close out with this because I've been talking about music and my feelings this whole time, and I'm tired of talking about my feelings. Um, <laughs> so I want to do this. So I have a couple questions that I wanted to ask myself. Hey, what's up? Appreciate you joining us. And, you know, I always, I always include, you know, whoever is listening, you know, whether they're listening live or they're listening um, via the later, like, you know, when this gets released, which will be released by tomorrow. Um, if you are listening to the podcast and I'm going to put up a preview or even you just DM me or you tweet it, I want you to answer these questions, too, because I'm going to talk about them. So I have like 10 questions, um, give or take, that I'm going to talk about when it comes to music and stuff like that. I'm going to expand upon that's just that's that's about me. And even if you're here, you can put it in the chat too, the IG chat. So, boom. One thing we were talking about, fun stuff. So, my favorite artist of all time. <sighs> Who's my favorite artist of all time? Who is that? I think that's pretty clear. If you've listened to my podcast or you're a friend of mine or you just know me in real life, you already know that is Lupe Fiasco, the GOAT. <laughs> um, just because when the first artist I started listening to, that music I connected to, who's very versatile, you know, from his first album in 06 to 2018, he's done something different in each single album. The first album, his intro album, cool. Second album had a whole storyline to it. Third album was able to take commercial music or the commercial sound and work with it. Fourth album came back, was very militant on it. Fifth album basically told the story of Jesus almost. Yeah, told the story of Jesus and what he would be, what life would be like for him on modern day Earth. Um, if you listen to it, it's pretty deep. And then last album, Electric Lady. This song, you said favorite. First off, so for the for the artists, not the artists, for the for the listeners who are listening on Instagram Live, and for the people who are listening at home at the podcast later, you're gonna recognize, you're gonna see me choosing violence now. So my friend decided to say I'm getting disowned for not including Janelle Monae as one of my all-time favorite artists, even though she is definitely up there. And what he needs to do is, um, how do I say this? How do I say this nicely? How do I say this nicely? Mind the business that pays him and state of out of my lane because who asked him about what his opinion was as if it mattered? Let's just go over this again. Once again, needs you to do three things. Mind the business that pays you. <laughs> Stay out of my lane. Um, and kick rocks with flip-flops. And ultimately, um, in the words of the... I'm not going to do that. Stop myself. <laughs> Uh, kiss my ass um <laughs> anyway we can talk this way to each other we talk we said words to each other in person and probably on this podcast <laughs> damn it you know what that's what i deserve that you know what i deserve that that was honestly me that was me that was being i was being an asshole so that's when my that's when my phone fell um <laughs> my favorite artist of all time lupe fiasco definitely you need your car back to stay out of your lane I need my car back to out of my lane. Oh, my favorite is Amy. <laughs> hey, what's up? Yo, thank you for joining in. My favorite artist is Amy Winehouse. She made me want to be a drug <laughs> Yo, I'm not going to say who this person is. Um, I like Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse has good music. She, listen, I love her song, Me and Mr. Jones. That's a good one. 
<laughs> artists can make you feel like you're trying to you try to get it get it popping too. That's a pretty good artist. Uh, put down your favorite song. Put down your favorite song. I want to hear it. <laughs> um, so I gotta say I didn't do favorite song of all time. Mm-hmm. Dang. I'm gonna do that last because I can't think of my favorite song of all time. Most memorable rap lyrics. Uh I'm doing rap lyrics because that's music I predominantly listen to most of the time. Most memorable rap lyrics definitely has to be um, if you're from, if you've ever heard of Pro Era, and I don't know if you've ever heard of like listeners, whoever, if you ever heard of Pro Era, there's an artist named Capital Steez, rest in peace, and he has this line on this song called Survival Tactics where he says, um, he basically just, he's just snapping at the end of verse. He says, um, Scorch my lung. He said, scorch my lung. He said, a King Arthur, when I swung my sword, a King Arthur, I haven't used a pen in like a month or four. So just being able to do that for real, for real. Um, that line is probably one of the most memorable rap lyrics around um, for me. And uh, dang, it's so many, it's so many. Um, dang. And now I'm drawing a blank on them. Uh, over Drake's song "Over" to me also has some most some of my most memorable rap lyrics. I just like, can you hear me, Rosetta Stone? About to go through or Mike Jackson on you. All I need is a fret, is a effing red jacket with some zippers, just like that. Hey, what's up? Thank you for joining in on <laughs> the pod and just listening. Um, definitely Drake. Those lyrics from "Over." Um, It's, it's probably other lyrics. Janelle Monet has some def, some pretty, you know, some pretty, some pretty memorable lyrics too. I, I hate that I can't think of them right now. Favorite album of all time. So, funny enough, my favorite artist is not the person who's my favorite album is from. And if you have a favorite album, please tweet live tweet it. Or, you know, on a, a preview for this, do it. Or if you're currently in the IG live, put your favorite album down. My favorite album of all time is actually not from my favorite artist. I have to say my favorite album of all time is probably a tie for two. So it's between the Electric 80. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Same to you. Killing it out here. It's Lincoln, man. He's he's LU alum doing our things. Um, it has to be the Electric Lady by Janelle Monae. Um, just because I think that's such a well put together album. And I'm going to keep hyping that album up because it's like from creativity, from conception of the album to the music videos of the album, to the whole idea and the whole saga that is so much put into it. And I love how it's such a deep album because you're ta- she's talking about such deep things, but she's doing it in such a, a, a intricate way um, using like, you know, androids and sci-fi and all these different things to reach the, like to reach the, the general, you know, viewer, or I don't say viewer, listener more so. That's probably one of my favorite albums of all time, just that. And like from a uh, from just a perspective of like really good rap albums, probably Outkast, Stanknolia, just because. Well, my three. I'm a cheat because I'm gonna just say multiple favorite albums. I don't care. I can do this on my podcast. <laughs> um, but Outkast, Stanknolia, just because it's such a good rap album, pretty much like it's such a good album. Just in perspective of like putting an album together, like a rap album, it flows so well. And you have the you have the great comparison of Andre 3000. 
and big boy and just what they represent overall and that kind of that connection that they have and that's probably them at their their prime really because that's that has that has um i guess um bob on that that has miss jackson on it you know and then that's what after under 2000 you know of course made his change in metamorphosis or like that's yeah that's way after but that's like probably one of the best albums i've, I've heard um in respect to that and then also uh another one it's a hard it's hard for me to like a real really like an album oh i have extras so i lied i have a couple extras forest hill for 2014 forest hill drives definitely another fave album of mine um j cole it's the it was the um it was a vulnerability for me <laughs> but nah but like him talking about his entire childhood and everything like that and doing it in such like a, a dope way no features at out at all um straight being able to not gonna lie my favorite album is the steven universe album either the first one or the movie soundtrack yes that is a good that is those are good albums um if you have not seen steven universe you need to see steven universe you need to see Steven Universe, like, and listen to the music, because the music is so dope, like, especially the, oh my god, that first intro song from the movie, um, Come With with Us in the Palace, and then, um, oh my god, the song, um, not, it wasn't, the song that Garnet sung, well, Stell sung, I can't think of the name, I hate that I can't think of it, but like, that was such a good one, and then, the first album, the, the the album, the first one, did I have Stronger Than You on it? I think it did. Stronger Than You was a good one. It's just like, that's one thing about Steven Universe. Like, I don't think any other cartoon to date had such a great impact musically and socially as that, as that, mo- as that show did. And so being able to listen to that, just like, you know, it's dope. And you have artists that you don't, or people you don't know who are on it. Estelle, of course, is very, you're very familiar with, but like, you know, young talent and just them be able to do like such dope things. <laughs> but I could talk about that forever too. Steven Universe is just like really dope. I love Forest Hill Drive. Yes, yes, dope album, dope album. Um, apparently, I love how he comes in with that. You know, and then of course, uh, No Role Models is a vibe. That's a good album. Um, I loved. I also loved Kate Cuddy's um, his um, indie cut album. His Indie Cup album is probably my favorite, like, favorite album he's ever done. Like, his verse with RZA, you know, Unethwittable um, was on there, you know, Solo Dolo Part 2. <laughs> just his whole verse with Kendrick, just like, do yes, True Kind of Love, yes, True Kind of Love, that's what it was. Thank you for sharing, like, um... One of my friends is just on the IG live, and she just helped me. Just like yes, just yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad that you put that down because I could not remember that for me. <laughs> yes. Um, oh my God, that's that was such a good song. But yeah, just um, solo double part two of Kendrick, like Kendrick and Kate Cuddy going back and forth. Um, and that's probably a, that's probably another memorable rap lyric for me. Better get on back. Better get we'll get those back, Mr. Ragger Solo Dose who eat repeated. Like and I'm trying not to cuss on my podcast, that's why I didn't do it. I should have just made this a not a cussing episode. I'ma just say it. Pussy motherfuckers better get on back. Mr. Ragger Solo Dose, eat repeated. Just 
when I say favorite lines or the memorable lines, that's definitely one right there. <laughs> it's definitely one right there. But, oh, man, favorite albums. It's difficult. And I've had favorite albums by Lupe Fiasco, by the way. I'm going to say his Drogos Wave album, definitely, and Food and Liquor, too. But, yeah, favorite album. So, favorite upcoming artists that need attention. Mm. Who are some upcoming artists that need attention? I I listen to a lot of artists that are pretty mainstream now. I don't think there are any artists that I'm thinking about now that I listen to aren't pretty mainstream that people don't know. I'll just say some. Um, Anderson Pack been a person who's up there, but I feel like he needs to get more than he's been got. He's been given <laughs> so far, and I think with him, Bruno Mars doing his thing, he definitely is. But Anderson Pack, I need him to. I need somebody to give him more more of a bag than he already's been given. Because Anderson Pack does some, he does some music, and I was late to the vibe for him. Like, uh, honestly, he does some music. Like, I need him to to get everything he deserves. Um, Chica, Chica the rapper, she's cool. I listen to some of her music. I really enjoy her. Um, I need to get more into her music, but Chica is dope. Chica is very dope. Like, if you're looking at like a rapper. Not a female rapper, because we're not just talking about female rappers, like rapper, <laughs> period. Uh, Chica definitely um, deserves some shine. Um, there's an artist named Buddy. He's been out for a while. He was like Pharrell's protege. But like, I've always liked Buddy's music. Um, Buddy has like dope music. That's what his name is, Buddy. Um, and he just put out like an EP with somebody else. Like, And it's like them going back and forth. Just And it's such a dope vibe. Oh, Givion Gibby, is good and Toby Lou a lot. I need to listen. So I've been I've been bad about that. I need to listen to more Giveon, or I need to listen to Giveon and Toby Lou. Honestly, another thing I'm gonna say with the podcast, and I'm gonna put this probably in the show link so far. If there are people who want to share music with me and put me on the new music, I am open to doing that. I'm pretty stagnant in doing that because like if I don't hear it, I don't do it. I just need put me on more music. Whoever you are, you know, whether you listen in to the podcast later, whether or not you listen in an IG live. Please send me music. Please send me music. <laughs> um, I need to listen to. She's not. She's not a known. She's not a known. Not named. You know. She's a name. She's a known artist. I need to listen to more Ari. I definitely need to listen to more Ari. I like Ari. It took me a while to get into her music because I just didn't listen to it. But once I heard, I was like, oh, I enjoy this vibe. But upcoming artists that need attention. Um, give Taylor Bennett more attention music wise. I think he deserves it. He's been doing his thing since 2014 or so. That's <clears throat> Tansa Rapper's brother. He definitely needs his. He And the dope, dope thing about him, I'm just going to be on him for a little bit, his music. I enjoy his music because it's very personal. And also, the good thing about, the dope thing about listening to artists that are smaller and newer and stuff like that who are coming up is that you can see the metamorphosis of their music over time. Like, you can see somebody go from one piece to another thing and start finding their sound in, like, creating a signature sound not that this artist particular didn't have one but you see the growth and that's the dope thing about like starting with artists when they're smaller in a sense is that you're able to do that and I definitely see that with him and his music like the last three things he's released not that he wasn't releasing dope stuff before um but these last three he's did something with this music like um don't wait up um what is it be yourself part two was pretty fire uh He's, he's releasing something else new soon. But, like, those are two, like, good examples. Like, definitely, definitely put him on in terms of, like, artists who need you know, need attention more than they're getting. 
Um, even though he's not small by far, he's done it today show. <laughs> he's done it today show. He's done a lot. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's so it's it's difficult. Um, Cookie Kawhi is an artist I would put on. She's a Jersey Jersey uh, artist who's like bringing club back. Definitely stream her. You know, listen to her music. You probably heard her off TikTok. Back it up. If I back it up, hey, club music, can't, no, I'm playing. <laughs> but, like, listen to her. She's a good, dope artist. Um, I've had a couple of interactions with her on Twitter. She's really nice. She's cool. Um, but, yeah, as far as upcoming artists, genres I listen to. So, I have a couple of different genres I listen to. So, obviously, I listen to rap and hip-hop. I listen to soul music, which I separate from R&B because it's, it's different to me. R&B, I'm getting more into, I listen to. Um, I listen to New Jack Swing. New Jack Swing is some of my favorite music in the world. It's so good. So good. Uh, New Jack Swing. New Jack Swing is good music. Um, who else? Do, what else do I listen to? I used to listen to a lot of house music as well. Um, especially like older house music. I haven't really heard any new house music that makes me go like, yeah. Like house music. Oh, and I just thought about an artist, too. An upcoming artist. Well, they're not upcoming, but they're still smaller than they need to be. Jacoy. He's dope. He has some dope songs out. Like, and a lot of his dope songs you can't find on, like, streaming services anymore. Like, um, Fall in Love is a dope song. Downtown is a dope song. His, As a matter of fact, his whole Dying... Uh, um, die Forever. His whole Die Forever. Dying Forever or Living to Die. Or I can't think of the name of it. His, 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 um, his mixtape. Um, Living to Die Forever, I think, you know, that's a whole dope project and everything like that. Originally from Toronto, I, I, I think, you know, got put on through him through some vlogs. I used to watch, you know, <laughs> embarrassing. I used to watch a YouTuber called Latoya Forever, and she always put um, different artists on. Like, she put on an artist <clears throat> named Rochelle Jordan, who did, like, a, a 90s interpretation of a song who was dope. Um, Elhe was a dope artist that... Um, I got put on through, I think that's the guy who does 1111, which is a dope song. Um, Spazzy Rocket, who doesn't even go back to that name anymore. Another dope artist. So many dope artists, you know, was put on, um, through watching those vlogs. But like, you know, definitely, um, that's just a side back or to what I was saying. But genres I listen to, I don't really listen to as much rock. What streaming platform do you use? Do you use? I mainly use... Apple Music, I know that's probably bad because I know there's a lot more on Spotify. Um, I need to get more into that habit of using that. I just have my music there, and it's probably more so laziness of not wanting to, like, bring everything over. But, um, and that's the one that I pay for because I got it through my phone company for the most part. So it's just really easy for me um, in that terms. But I keep, I keep hearing that I need to really be on Spotify because Spotify is where all the fire's at. <laughs> like, more so than Apple Music sometimes. Apple Music is dope too. Don't get me wrong. You know, Apple Music, if you like the sponsored podcast, which I doubt would happen. <laughs> um, whoever like sponsored podcast. Um, even though I'm small right now, but you know, we dreaming. We dreaming big up here. Um, I use them. I'm going to try Spotify more. With Spotify, I like, I kind of like how it's set up in a sense. Especially for finding new artists. Um, a guilty pleasure song that I listen to. So I have a couple. <clears throat> if you know me, you really don't. They're not guilty pleasure songs. 
we're able to switch is not good apple music does not have things spotify doesn't <laughs> does have things spotify doesn't okay i wasn't sure i was not sure i thought i was missing out so i'm not i'm not missing out the cool quick kids club i just wouldn't know that <laughs> um but guilty pleasure songs so i have a couple guilty pleasure songs um there's this song called um <laughs> ooh, it's um it's by it's called it's Lisa Stanfield been around the world and it's probably it's one of my second favorite songs like guilty song and it's this woman is like you probably heard it before been around the world and I yeah yeah okay probably it's like a it's like a, I love that song I just like it's just like that doom to doom to do and me and my mom were talking about it one time in the car and she was I was like I said do you never notice how toxic this song is and she was like, what were you talking about? I said, listen to it. Been around the world and I, I, I can't find my baby. We had a quarrel and I said things I didn't mean. And basically you pushed them away and now you want them back. It, it's just a whole thing. Maybe it's not toxic, but it, it seemed very, it, it did seem like it was very good. <laughs> but that's a song. Um, I would say Nuck If You Buck, but Nuck If You Buck is canceled. So can't really listen to that anymore. Um, apparently. Uh, so in that state, I'm gonna say "Down for My Ends" by, uh, of course, you know, C Murder. You got um, Mr. Magic going there, and of course, you got Snoop Dogg. That is one of my guilty pleasure songs. So like, if I hear that song, it's just like a, just something energizes me. You know, it's just like a, just gotta throw some, throw some elbows, throw some bows. Mainly, even you'll be doing nothing, fuck, but it's just something that just makes you wanna. <clears throat> <laughs> but nah, but nah, but um, that. And then, um, Back That Thing Up. (laughs) That is one of my favorite, all-time favorite songs. As, like I said, I love Dirty South music. I love, I love that music. Just that and, oh, one more, two more. Um, but Back That Thing Up. It's just something when the beat drops that. You stop everything. It's just like. If you've ever been at a party, you've ever been somewhere, it's just like everybody stops. It's just like as soon as that beat drops, you're just like. And then it just slows down and just music. And the next thing you know, all you see is twerking and just that. And then if you're in a, if you're from an HBCU and there are Greeks there, you definitely know that a certain fraternity is about to be throwing to that. <laughs> and you know to move out the way. <laughs> but it's just like, I love that song. I just love the whole thing. Especially the version with Little Wayne on it and stop and and and, and drop and stop what what and drop it like it's hot. So I love that and um, definitely ludicrous, ludicrous move to get out the way. Um, it's just something about when you're on the highway and you're playing that song that just I should have played that yesterday while I was driving. I don't know why I didn't, but it's just like something about playing that song that just goes like that. It's just it just perfectly explains most of the situations you're on on a highway where people are acting stupid or whatever and it just gives people forewarning that you move out of my way because you could be one to to my way that you need to move out and there's this whole bit that chris rock does to it that's hilarious but um (laughs) um definitely definitely a fave a fave song um a guilty pleasure song and i I got a couple more questions (laughs) uh favorite love song of all time so most people don't know I'm not very much a love song person. Like, you know, you have to... Okay. Anyway, I almost said something I didn't say <laughs> on the podcast. I'm not a love song person. I'll put it that way. Um, 
Maybe that'll change when I get into my next relationship. Maybe I'll become more of a love song person. Even though I wasn't really sure, I just wasn't really much into it. But I also was like, you know, doesn't I wasn't you know, I wasn't more I wasn't therapy Jared, you know. I didn't I didn't have the growth that I had then, you know. Um, so I think now that I'm more open and much more of an open and vulnerable person, I'd be more open to that, you know. I'm sorry, excuse me. But um a guilty pleasure song definitely is um, Breaking My Heart, uh, Pretty Brown by Eyes by Mint Condition. Because just the way it starts off that doom, 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 doom. I just love it. And like, it's just like, it's dope. This man is just pleading his heart out for a woman. Like, we got to get back to that. You know, we got to we gotta do that. Why can't we do that? Why can't we plead our hearts out for the person that we love or whatever? You know, as long as you're doing for the right person. Now, if you just met her yesterday... This is the first couple copies for that. If you just met her yesterday and you really don't know her like that or you had a relationship and it was already discussed what this was going to be, <laughs> don't go pleading your heart out for her. And don't go pleading your heart out for him. Don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. Let's not, let's not set ourselves. Sometimes it works out. But if it was a situation where it was prior <laughs> discussed that, Maybe don't do that. Just be careful with that, you know. Just just be mindful of what that can turn into. I just want to protect your feelings because, you know, he was basically saying, you know, let go of your old perceptions. Let go of these things. Let go of that and all that stuff. Like, you know, give me a chance. Give me a chance, which is cool and all. But it's not cool when it's, um, it's like one of my other favorite songs, a, cru- a, pleasure, a, 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 a guilty pleasure song. Even it's just a... <laughs> <laughs> we spitting and not even if it's a friendship we gotta be careful with that <clears throat> hold on sir hold on <laughs> let's roll this back <clears throat> in the words of ray but wait there's more because <laughs> you gotta be careful with that too because um it could be a friendship and if you're not exactly sure of how that's gonna roll you might want to be careful with that because No, I'm sick. <laughs> That's why I can't do IG live. I can't do IG live. IG live be <laughs> getting me caught up. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm not messing with you today. I'm not messing with you today. <laughs> but yes, friendships included in that too. Please be careful and be mindful of what that looks like, because some things you just better let unsaid. And in the words of um, <laughs> one of my other favorite Guilty Pleasure songs, um, Gold Link Crew featuring uh, Brent Fias. Uh, I'm probably saying it wrong. Um, you knew what this was. He's <laughs> just a fan. Like, let's not, let's not do this. But yes, favorite love song of all time, Breaking My Heart, Pretty Brown Eyes. I also like Swing by them as well. Um, and I'm stopping off with my last three, like, okay, favorite artists of three different eras. So I have my middle school, high school, and college. So middle school, it was Drake. Drake could do no wrong. Drake was spitting bars. Boom, 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 boom. I won't even put Lupe Fiasco in there because I really, for real, for real, wasn't listening to him like that. It was Nicki. Nicki was spitting bars. Nicki was on everybody's single. Like, let's talk about that for a second. Nicki had a pretty daggone good run once he said... 50, what's she said? 50k for a verse no album out? <laughs> she really was doing that. This woman was on 
Young Money stuff. She was on Trey Song stuff. She was on Ludacris stuff. She was on Kanye stuff. She was everywhere. <laughs> she was putting out verses with everybody. She did a song with Sean Kingston. And I don't I don't know if y'all remember that song. Her whole verse where she just went into her, you know, she went into her bag, bag her Trini bag. Like she was everywhere. You couldn't you could not listen to a song and not hear a Nicki verse at all. She even she did a song with Keisha Cole too. Like that whole I ain't through, like as you know, as you see, I'm I am a fan. <laughs> I'm definitely a fan. But like, you know, she was doing her thing back then. So Nicki definitely was up there. Um I'm gonna say Kanye too. I'm gonna say Kanye because Kanye was putting out his um he was putting out before all the other things. Um I still like his music, I just wish things were different. Um, but even back then, like when he was putting out all his like, you know, his um Good Friday music and stuff like that, and you know, he had like, you know, what is that, my beautiful twisted dark fantasy, like monster. Um, of course to listen to some older Kanye stuff like, you know, or like oh like you know push your T like Dune Dune or or all of the lights was a dope song he did with like did too I'll put I'm gonna I'm say honestly I'm gonna say middle school I'm gonna I'm put Rihanna up there too a little bit of Rihanna Rihanna was doing her thing back then Rihanna was doing her thing from like that that 08 to like 2011 thing still doing her thing now in a different form but like Rihanna was putting out music Rihanna was putting out an album every single year she had the rude boy she had the man down we had the we had the redhead rihanna like she was doing what she was supposed to be doing back then (laughs) like she was killing the game she was rihanna was killing the game young money was killing the game everybody like rihanna was just boom 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 tossing out um love the way you lie with eminem like doing her thing for real for real um who's the other person uh, I guess Chris Brown was doing. I wasn't listening to him as much, but he was doing his thing a little bit. I don't hate the Fame album. I think I, I enjoyed the Fame album, or I enjoyed some songs off the Fame album, most of it. Um, it just reminds me of middle school, so I'll put that up there. It wasn't particularly when I top top, um, but then we jump into high school, right? We jump into high school. We have growth. We have growth. We we are a little bit grown and mature. That's when the Lupe Fiasco came in. I already said enough about him. That's when Jolie Badass came in. Love the music, you know. When I tell you, like, <laughs> he also has memorable lyrics, you know. Um, I'm not going to get into the, I just can't, like, I, I, there's so many. <laughs> but, like, you know, his music and stuff like that, what he was doing with Pro Era, like, you know, just unequivocally being a kid, doing his thing, making music with his friends, just, you know, being the best that he could be. I, I respect it. I enjoy it. Um, he was doing, like, he had a good run back then. Like, if he was from, if he was on, put on his music and his pro era music and stuff like that and just the collective, he had a big run from, like, he's, he, not he, he stepped away from music for a little bit, like, from, but from, like, 12 to, like, 15 and on, because, like, really 17 for real, for real, like, he had a big run in music, like, put out his mixtapes, he put out the collective, peeped the pro, a pro, a pro, a pro mixtape, you know, his Summer Nights mixtape, probably one of my favorite. It's not an album, but I guess I can put it up as an album. One of my favorite albums of all time. Like, you know, has some dope songs up there. My Youth was a good one. He had, he's, he's, um, Vincian, I think, is doing that. Like, um, Nine Five to Infinity Beyond. Um, they never step for a young black male, like, talking about that in just New York and stuff like that. Just dope music all around. Dope music all around. Like, you know, 
probably one of my favorite things from him. Um, even his his um, his twenty fifteen project dropped like three days after. So I'm born on January seventeenth. He's born on January twentieth. So he dropped his his um, twenty. Oh my, twenty four. I think he turned twenty or something like that. But anyway, um, he he dropped his his first debut album on, on January twenty. If I remember that, it was like a late birthday present for me because it was just like. We were all waiting like, yo, Joey about to drop his debut album. Joey about to drop his debut album. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Appreciate you joining in and, you know, the live for a little bit. Appreciate it. <laughs> but it was like really fire. Just like Joey's about to drop his album. Um, Janelle Monae is, of course, up there. You know, love her music. Um, that was really, she was really definitely a high school vibe as far as what I was listening to at the time. I would say another artist that I kind of like, but it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> um... <laughs> That artist, I liked her music. Um, she's just problematic. I'll say it, whatever. I'll say this. This artist's music wasn't bad. They just just don't know how to get themselves together. Azalea Banks didn't have bad music. Was put on her music. I'm like, okay, she's kind of dope. The, the other stuff she was doing, no. There's <laughs> a lot of other stuff. Um, just like... Her little EPs and stuff like that, 1991, because I was into the whole 90s collective stuff and, like, you know, that aesthetic and all that. Good music, just not a great... Uh, it's the... It's the uh, some artists should just stay off social media and just... In the words of Joe Scott, can, can we just be silent? Or maybe you can just sit here and just be silent. Some of us need to learn to do that. She's one of them. <laughs> um, definitely J. Cole. J. Cole was definitely somebody... Um, his, his music I got put on to in high school. Definitely one of my top artists. Of course, 2014, Forest Hill Drives. Even Born Center. Born Center, like, love that album. Uh, especially Forbidden Fruit. Tape a little dip. <laughs> That's, I love that. And, of course, Kendrick Lamar. The whole album of um, To Pimp a Butterfly. Love that album. 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 Like, you know fire album fire album appreciate that album <laughs> um and just how like his whole creative vision for that album you know um personally think it i personally think it wasn't as i think it was better than his 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 damn album you know following up because i think they definitely had a story to it but like his pimp to bimper butterfly album was just like phew. the damn album i didn't listen to for a long time it didn't interest me as much he's put out so much music he's a dope artist but it just wasn't but i think that that was his album so college was still listening to Lupe Fiasco. College was different, like music wise, because there's so much music that I just got into. Um, and it's just like you know, I don't say it's weird or random or whatever, but like you know, being like from Jersey, like you know, I wasn't really listening to music from Philly. Like you know, I had heard of Meek, you know, I heard Meek, but I wasn't listening to Meek like that. Like, you know, I didn't know artists from Delaware. I didn't know artists from, like, you know, Maryland or, or Baltimore specifically. I didn't know artists from, of course, like, you know, from New York like that. I mean, I knew artists from New York, but, like, some of the stuff they were listening to, like, the deep cuts, like, I think, no, I'm not going to say that, so I don't think that's actually, but, like, you know, I think people had been Millie Rockin' by the time I got up there. I wasn't Millie Rockin' until I got up there. Um... But, like, you know, all those different songs, like, all those different artists, stuff like that. I'm going to look this up real quick. Is that, um, 
Who is it? Uh, I just want to check this to see if I have this person right. Uh, whoever does, I think I got the bird flu. Like, I didn't hear that before I got to college. So, like, definitely, like, a lot of that just came from, like, you know, um, no, even, even hearing, like, um, even hearing music to, uh, you know, the music from DC, you know, hearing that, I had never heard that really before. Like, I had heard some, some Chuck Brown before and stuff like that. And I didn't even realize, like, some of the songs I heard growing up was, like, songs from that, like, go-go music. But, like, you know, but pretty much for the most part, as far as music I specifically listen to, that's when I started getting into Super Duper Kyle, um, which was, like, you know, different for me. Because, like, most of my rap was, like, more of, like, the conscious or, like, the the straightforward, like, I guess you could say harder, quote-unquote, music and stuff like that outside of Drake. Um, but listening to him, like, he was a dope artist because his music just is, a, like, a nice vibe that just makes you feel comfortable and relaxed. Like, you're not listening, you're not listening to his music and it's just, like, it's like a it's a thrashing it's like a nice you just chill when you listen to it which i needed in college because college was ghetto um jadena because jadena had dropped his project then um i really enjoyed jadena and like his whole collective and project and stuff like that dope artist um migos most people don't notice i love migos i love migos i'm a migos person when it comes to music like if it's walking like a a <laughs> um stir fry everything like Bad and bougie, <laughs> raindrop, drop top, <laughs> all that. But like, yeah, pretty much Migos. Like, you know, even some of the individual Migos or Migo, <laughs> love them, love the music. Didn't really get into them until college. Um, Childish Gambino, definitely. Wish I would have gotten to him earlier, but um, I had heard um, because of the internet, um, like when I was in high school, but it didn't really wasn't like it didn't really connect with me but i didn't collect with his mu connect with his music until a situation happened when i was like at the end of my freshman year and the song he did with chance the rappers is a song i kept playing over and over and over again and it helped me through a difficult time and like from there i just listened to more of his music like all she needed was some and it's just like it wasn't even the content of the song it was just like you know um <clears throat> Excuse me. It was just the con it wasn't the content of the song. It was just like what was being said. It was just that. And then the, the baby, pretty much the baby. He came out of nowhere. Uh, I need some some bop it. <laughs> do do sugar night. Uh, I'm about to no no Mexico alone. No MCO. Yeah yeah but yeah pretty much. But yeah man, that was a good time. And I I I went 15 longer minutes longer than I was expecting to go. But like, you know. Um, this has been my music episode, y'all. If you listen to me this whole time, you really rock with me, and I appreciate y'all. Um, man, I'm a music is something I love. If you haven't noticed by now, and I appreciate it, and I, I think I might take the leap and do more of an expanded portion of this, or start another podcast up. Um, at under the awkward adventures of a college graduate, um, I guess umbrella or music, because it's just it means so much to me, and it's just so much more I could talk about and get into about music and just like the process and just things I've noticed and just things that are in my head and stuff like that and just things I've noticed about music and how it feels and sounds but that's also what the the side little um episodes are for too so please definitely listen to them and thank you for listening this long if you listen to this long 
you definitely rock with me. I hope I've been able to give you a great, like, stroll down memory lane. <laughs> it's been funny. I hope it's been funny. I hope it's been fun and you enjoyed it. And as always, I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all from the bottom of my heart. Just keep listening to me. You know, today it might be a smaller amount of listeners, but as we as we keep growing, because it's we, we keep growing, we're going to have more people. And, you know, it's going to be good and it's going to be dope. You know, and I'm going to be perhaps one day interviewing some of the people I've mentioned on this podcast. You know, I'm speaking that into existence. You know, some of my favorite artists growing up, people who I've, like, you know, their music has helped me out. You know, people who, like, you know, have special connections to their music or even newer artists who are upcoming who I connect with their music and I just like what they're doing and I want to give let them have a platform. Hopefully I'll be able to provide a platform and a space for them to, you know, be put on and stuff like that. You know, maybe it'll be like the next radio show, like, you know, stuff like I listened to when I was growing up, you know, um, Hot 97 and all that stuff, you know, Kiss FM, I don't know if y'all even remember that, you know, (laughs) my Jersey people or people from like, you know, the Northeast, Um, Kiss FM don't even exist anymore, you know, that WBLS, (laughs) um, all that stuff, but yeah, but once again, I appreciate y'all, love y'all, you know, please live tweet the episode, like, subscribe, Share everything that you can do. Tell a friend about this episode. Talk about your favorite songs. Send them to me. Send me playlists with music. I want to learn. I want to hear more music. I'm trying to be put on to more music and stuff like that. And honestly, I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. Like I was in not a great, not such a great mood when I first came on podcasting or whatever. But being able to talk about this in podcast and just have people laugh with and, and all this stuff, I really enjoyed this. And this is what I needed. It was just just what the doctor ordered. So you know, as always, appreciate y'all. I'll see y'all later. Peace. Oh, I'm still recording there. (laughs) Bye, y'all.